What is up, guys? This is Dennis Taylor. This is my fifth podcast. I am very much excited to be here. I'm excited about what I'm talking about today. And uh, uh, I'm just excited in general. I am in a good vibration. I'm in a good state mentally. I'm feeling great. I am uh, producing results. And that's what's exciting to me. I'm doing the work every day. I, uh, I just put my head down. I go forward every day. I'm excited today. What we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about sacrifice and we're going to talk about that sacrifice is necessary, very necessary, but you also have to frame it with a mind of, uh, everything that that, in, what that entails. Uh, so here I am, I'm in my office. I'm enjoying some quiet time. My kids are out playing. My wife is, uh, doing her stuff and I'm, I'm just in here. I've got finished already doing my, my writing for the day threw down about 1600 words and, uh, I'm working on something great. I'm excited about it because it's something different than I've ever done. And, uh, it's the real me. So keep an eye on a lookout for that. That'll come out in the next month or so. And, uh, every time I sit down to do my work and I've been asking myself, what is my work? My work is just me. That's what I'm excited about. It's just me putting myself out there, me, uh, trying to touch lives and help people the best I can. And the only way that I can do that is talk about experiences, what I've done, what I haven't, and just uh, just trying to be real because I think that's what we need. We need some reality in this world. So today, again, we're going to talk about sacrifice. Is it necessary? Is it necessary? And it is necessary. I'm going to start off. I'm going to read a little bit from a, a book by Jordan Peterson. It's called 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote for Chaos. Uh, it's a great book. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions about this guy, but if you listen to what he says and, or even go listen to a podcast with say, uh, Joe Rogan with him talking, um, he's very, he's very, uh, kind of a common sense guy. And I, and I just, I kind of like it because you can hear some things that people aren't talking about. And I'm reading his book. I'm in uh rule seven and the, the rule seven is pursue what's meaningful, not what is expedient. Um, and so I'm going to go to the part where I wanted to talk about sacrifice because he wrote this little paragraph and I really liked it. Here's what he says. He says, people watch the successful succeed and the unsuccessful fail for thousands and thousands of years. We thought it over and we drew a conclusion. The successful among us delay gratification. The successful among us bargain with the future. A great idea begins to emerge, taking ever more clearly articulated form in an ever more clearly articulated stories, what's the difference between successful and the unsuccessful? The successful sacrifice. Things get better as the successful practice uh, practice their sacrifices. The question becomes increasingly precise and simultaneously broader. What is the greatest possible sacrifice for the greatest possible good? And the answers become increasingly deeper and profound. So I really like that. I highlighted as I read this uh I guess I read it at the end of last week. Um, the successful among us delay gratification. The successful among us bargain with the future. The successful sacrifice. So I've thought about that a lot. I thought about sacrificing and I thought about what it entails, what it costs. And are am I sacrificing? Are people sacrificing? What are we, what are we doing? 
that's what I kind of thought about. So I sit here, I drink my coffee, and my whole goal in this podcast is to kind of just dump out my thoughts on this because I have a lot of thoughts on this. I've had experiences on this, as as almost everybody does. Um, I agree with what he said. You know, you know, he says in this book, he said uh, people watch the successful succeed and the unsuccessful fail for thousands of years. Right. You can learn as much from a person who's successful as you can from a person who's a failure. You can learn just as much. Um, the successful among us delay gratification. And I'm not talking about people who have been handed over money. In my eyes, they're not successful. If you're just given a lot of money, that's not success. Success is a person who puts down their their hard work and creates something that's real. You know, that, that creates, you know. You know, a person who inherited their money or have a trust fund. I don't, yeah, they might be rich and living that life, but does that make them a success? I don't think so. Um, so I wrote some notes down. I was thinking about this, this idea of sacrificing, right? Sacrificing has, people sacrifice all the time. People sacrifice their lives for us to live in this country of freedom that we live in in the United States. You know, parents sacrifice their lives for their kids in a sense they they don't move places or they don't do things that for their kids. You hear a lot of people, well, I didn't do this for my kids or I didn't do that for my kids. A lot of people sacrifice hobbies or or enjoyment so that they can build something so they can quote unquote hustle. And they, they're, I'll sacrifice, I'm going to sacrifice. But I don't know if people understand really what that means. And I don't know if people are really touching the depths of that. Because there's consequences on all of those things. That's kind of what I'm going to talk about is my experiences with those consequences because they're real. They're so real. Okay. So what is delayed gratification, right? That's like putting off a future reward. You know, doing something today where you're not going to get, get something in the future. We live in a society and it's ever, ever apparent if you go anywhere that people want, want it. They want it now. A hundred percent. They want it now. Got to have it now. I got to have it now. And it's this, and I see it in home business. I see it in the real world. I see it everywhere I go. They got to have that success quick. Everything's got to be fast. Everything's got to be up front or we lose attention. That's why all these companies, and and I'm going to pick on network marketing here. That's why they always have these fast start stuff. They've got all these carrots and sticks in the front because people don't have the attention span or the mindset of delaying gratification and sacrificing. They've got to get it real quick. And it's it's a ploy to uh, build that story so that they can go entice other people to go get that carrot and that carrot and stick quick. And it's funny because I don't think it's healthy for one. I don't think the obsession of being a fast starter in anything. I don't want to be a fast starter. You know what I want to be? A fast closer, someone who's consistently finishing the race. And how long is this race? This race is a lifestyle, a lifetime. This is a marathon. I want to be that person that's still going on mile 20, 21, all the way to the end. I don't want to be just the 100-yard dash guy. That's not who I want to be, personally. 
Not at all. I don't want to only focus on the beginning. I want to have a long-term vision. I want to be a person that is willing to make that sacrifice for the long-term gains. Right? So this delayed gratification in our society, in Western society, in America in particular, is very hard because we have instant access to everything that we want. There's there's very little struggle in that. And let me take a drink of coffee and I'll tell you exactly what I mean by that. Hmm. I love my coffee. My bulletproof coffee gets me going. Mm. So we live in a society where Amazon is amazing. I love it. We order stuff two days later. It's on my door. I don't have to go to Walmart for things. I don't have to go to the store for things. It just shows up on my door. If I lived in a bigger city when I did, they do same day delivery. They do grocery delivery, right? We can get anything we want instantaneously. Any knowledge we want, any information we want, we can go immediately to the web and get it. We can get any movie we want now right away. We don't even have to wait for it to come to Redbox. We don't have to wait for it to come to Blockbuster. We don't. People can get it online right away. So we live in this melting pot of instant gratification, right? Getting rewarded right away for everything that we do. And when I talk about rewards, I talk about pleasure rewards in a sense of if you want something to eat, you can get it delivered to you right away. If you want any kind of information or any entertainment, you get it right away. It's 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 created this. You can see it. People get mad when they have to wait in line, even if it's for just a couple of minutes. I'm telling you, it's like, well, why didn't you get to me faster? I need it faster. I need it now. And it's just funny because the delayed gratification goes contrary to that. Right, It's delaying any type of enjoyment or any type of gratification for a future reward. Um, very powerful to, to have that mindset. Not a lot of people do though. right? So I believe in delayed gratification. Like I'm doing all this. I don't even know what's going to come out of it. I'm not making any money doing this. So I'm going to delay, I'm gonna delay any gratification and what I do when I'm putting my content out for future, for a future reward. You know, maybe someone will email me and say, man, you help change and shape what I think about. That's a reward, but that might not come for a year or two or three or four or ever. So uh, there's this there's this idea that we need things now. That's not true. And you got to kind of resist that and go against that current. Um, you know, and there's there's this I'm, I wrote this down. I wrote so my notes they're they're not as detailed as where I'm going to talk about this in minute one, minute two. I'm free flowing here, guys. So I wrote this about so sacrifice is necessary. It is, but there's this whole idea of hustling and uh, you know Grant Cardone is big on that, and I really love Grant Cardone a lot what he puts, and I love a lot of entrepreneurs out there, but I see a lot of entrepreneurs in the hustle and the grind. And I don't know if they realize that when you focus 100% on one area of your life, let's say it's business and you're obsessed, right? Be, that's what he says. Be obsessed or be average. So you're only obsessed about pushing your fo- your business forward. And it, it could be a network marketing company. It could be a company that you built from the ground up. It could be anything. You could be obsessed about anything. But let's just say we're kind of going towards business here. Let's just talk about you're hustling 100 uh, 365 days, or at least that's what you're putting on social media, right? Cause we know that that's, if you put it out there on social media, that's what you're doing. So you're hustling every day, right? You're delaying that gratification. You're, you're, you're hustling every day. Well, 
when you're in that mindset, and, and if that's, let's just say you're a hundred percent, you're transparent. What you put online is who you are. You're missing out on your life. So you're sacrificing in my mind too much. That's where sacrifice is good and delayed gratification is good. But there's a, there's a line, there's a limit. There's a point where you're, you're, you're crossing like a point of no return, right? If you're hundred percent focused on that one thing that people will tell you that you got to be so obsessed, uh, that you want it so bad. But what that does is it puts these kind of blinder goggles on you where you miss it your whole life. You do. And I wrote that down. I put, um, uh, I put, you're missing your current life. I put the small things that you're missing are so valuable and you won't realize it till you're later. And I'll give you my example here. So I started my business. I started, I started, I, I became a distributor in a company, a great company. I love it. I'll take their products every day. I have for years now. It's really changed our health. I love it. I became so obsessed with being a top earner in that company, sacrificing everything. What I felt like was everything. I'm going to, I'm going to make it right. I'm going to be a top earner. That was the only thing I had in my mind every day, but I missed so many small things. So we joined this company about three months before my son was born and he was born and we went to our first event. They say, go to the conventions. They change your life. It did. It changed my life. I was in the back of the convention. I had a three week old baby and, uh, I was sitting back there holding him. I was actually standing up holding him. And I, I see these people walking across stage, telling their story. And it touched me big time, changed my life. Literally. I, I made a, a vow to Denny. I told him I'll make it. Not to be, a, I don't know if I said I'll be a top earner, but I said, I'll give you the life you deserve. And I meant it. I made a consecration to that boy. And uh, the only thing I ever thought about after that was doing that, becoming a top earner in our company. And that's all I did every day. Every day. That's how I obsessed about it. I talked about it. If you talked to me, that's what I was talking about. It was my focus. I had very little skills. I had a weak mindset, um, but I worked on my skills, called thousands of people, random strangers. got told a lot of horrible stuff on the phone, but it thickened my skin and I got my skills up. So my skills improve, but my mindset kind of improved to the point where it became like, I became real proud, proud of my strength in my mind. I put thousands of hours in my mind, but it showed that I didn't really grow much. Um, so uh, that was my whole focus, but I missed a lot of things because I, I hustled that business so hard for the first two years of his life that I missed a lot of small things. I did. I remember every day I'd have to go into my office and I told my wife, I got to go in here. I got to make my calls. I got to call these people. I got to recruit them. Who's going to recruit them if I don't call them? How are we going to build this if I don't call them? How am I not going to reach my goals and my success? My success is tied to being a top earner in this company. How am I going to do that, Bianca? If I'm not making the calls, no one's going to make the calls for me. And while I was right, no one would make the calls for me. While I was right, I couldn't recruit people unless I was touching people. While I was right to become a top earner, it takes a lot of, a lot of uh, sacrifice. Yet I miss so many small things. I remember her like 
we had these uh, kind of like almost French style doors for our office. So they were glass you could see through. Um, and I remember her like being outside the door with Danny. He was maybe at the point where she could hold, he'd hold her fingers or her thumbs and he could kind of walk, you know, when the babies are at that stage and I would be looking at him and I'd be making the calls and I would be shooing her away. And she just was trying to show me, look how good he's doing. He wants to see you too. Right. And I took what I call what I took this morality inside. Well, I'm doing it for Denny, but yet I was missing Denny. I wasn't there. I paid a heavy price for that skill. I paid a heavy price for being able to recruit people. And the heavy price was the small things I missed every day. And now I'm not saying spend every waking minute with your child and not worry about the future of building systems. There's a balance. There's a delicate line there. But when you're so focused and you're so, I'm going to delay, I'm going to, I'm going to go towards it. I'm going to sacrifice it all. There, there's a line. And I realized this, that, uh, I wrote this down is it, was it worth the cost? I paid, I paid a high cost day in and day out because when I was with my family, all I could think about was becoming a top earner because that was my hustle, right? Be obsessed or be average. I wasn't going to be average. I was going to be the best. So was that obsession worth the cost? Hell no, it wasn't. Nah. Nah, because the next thing I wrote is we only get this current phase, this current stage, this current Whatever, we only get this this once where we're at. I put life as fleeting. It's fleeting. It's always moving forward. The world spins. The earth rotates. We go around the sun. It's another day. We're decaying every day. We're going closer to our deaths. We can't get our days back. They're limited. They're finite. We only get this stage that we're in once. I cannot go back and get Denny at zero to two. I couldn't. I, if I wanted to, I couldn't. I can't get that back. So when I had my my daughter, I I I when she was born, probably for the first three to six months, I was every day focusing on that, focusing on her, and and trying to. Not make up, because it was a different child, but I just knew I needed to be there. Then I moved to this town where I live at, this small town. I got into this house. I've talked about how I got real depressed and went down. Um, and I was here at this house every day, all day, from the morning till night. I literally got here at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I didn't go back to my in-laws until it got dark. Tried to work, tried to work this out. But think about that. I was here every day, all day. How could I be spending time with my kids? Cause I didn't let them come over here cause it's a construction zone. Right. So I missed a lot because I wasn't able to, I don't know. My balance was messed up in my life. I, I was justifying sacrifice, right? So we only get them at this stage once. And I've decided that what stage we're in right now is we, our boy is four. Our daughter is two. 
I'm going to enjoy them at four, him at four and her at two. And then I'm going to enjoy him at five and him at her at three. And I'm not going to be, when I'm there, I'm going to be there. Where you're at is the current stage you're in. I wrote this down. I said, it doesn't matter the phase or the stage you're in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're down. It doesn't matter if you're up. It doesn't matter if you're happy. It doesn't matter if you're sad. It doesn't matter if you're in your youth or if you're in old age. It doesn't matter. That's where you're at. We need struggle. We need pain. We need happiness. Everything shapes us. Everything grows us. A life without struggle, without downs, is not a balanced life and it's not reality. Look at the market. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. There's this ebb and this flow, right? You can't always be on a high. And the people that they look like they're always on a high, they're not. They're not being real. They're not showing the reality. You can't always be on a high. You can't always be so happy that you have no lows or you're just not seeing the lows that they've had. If your life sucks right now, you need to sit in that shit and you need to own it. You need to think about it. You need to think about why you're there, what caused you to be there. What are the reasons you're there? What are the decisions that you made to get you there? Because you're there because of you, right? You only have control of yourself. If you're in a great stage, you need to own that too. And you need to sit in it and you need to be appreciative and, gra- and, and be grateful for it. Be grateful for the sacrifice you made. Because it takes sacrifice in this world to get something that's extraordinary. And I'm, out of all my experience that I just said, I'm not saying that you shouldn't sacrifice time with your family or you shouldn't sacrifice this or that. You're not listening to me if that's what you're getting out of this. There's a balance. There's a balance because there's time in every day, right? Sleeping seven to eight hours a day, you say you sleep eight, there's still 16 more hours. You work your job, you work 10 hours to and from work and work, okay? So you still got six hours, maybe an hour to get ready, an hour to eat, that's six hours, that's two hours. So you got four more hours. If you had two hours to three hours every day, focused and present hours with your children or your family or your loved ones, but you're present, you could sacrifice those other two hours to work on the other things that I talk about, the other areas of your life, your health, businesses, creating income growing your skills. You can grow your skills while you're kind of working on your way to work, driving. I did. I've listened to thousands of hours driving. I always do. I don't listen to the radio much. I like to listen to stuff. I like to grow. So there's time. Time is not the issue. If you think time is the issue, it's a lie that you're telling yourself because you're not willing to sacrifice something, right? Maybe you can't sacrifice the 
the uh, TV shows or the cable or junk food or whatever it is. You can't sacrifice yourself, right? You can't get you can't get out of your own way. Sacrifice is real, and you got to figure out what you're willing to do and what you're willing to give up. And I can tell you this, putting in perspective. Nah, I'm not willing to give up stuff. So, for example. I'm in the home business industry and our company just had a convention and it was a huge one. And I, you know, they say, don't miss an event. Well, the event was father's day weekend. My daughter was born on, on, uh, the 16th of June, which will almost every time be father's day weekend thereabouts. It was her second birthday. I wasn't giving that up for nothing. No one could have paid me any sum of money for me not to have an experience with my daughter on her birthday. That's the perspective I have by giving up so much and sacrificing so much. Nah. And so I had to miss it. And I was sad that I had to miss it. I wanted to be there. In my opinion, it was poor timing. I don't think you should take fathers away from their families on those weekends. Right? You're not, you're not, uh, you're not going to pull heartstrings and be like, you're doing this for your family. No, I don't roll that way. Those are experiences. Father Day weekend, Mother Day weekend and stuff like that. You need to be with yours. I believe that. And I was not going to sacrifice my my daughter's only second birthday. She only has one for a company that's not my company and for something that I I, I do love, but but I love my daughter way more. So I weighed that. I did. I thought about it. I prayed about it. I debated about it inside my head and talked about it with my wife. And I knew intrinsically inside my heart, I was not willing to sacrifice that because I want to be there for experiences. That's kind of what I've kind of, the theme of this one is, is there's a balance. There's a line. But there's this, also this current of hustle, give up everything, and you'll get what you want. Yeah, well, you might get the monetary that you're talking about. That's what a lot of people are kind of referring to. You'll have the money to be free. But what if you lose everything on the way? What if you have an eroded family relationship? What if your kids don't know you because you never spend any time with them? What if you've ruined your marriage because you sacrificed so much you didn't? Everything, I mean, telling you guys. Everything is like a plant. Every single thing. You got to water it. You got to nurture it. You got to prune it. You got to trim it. You got to take care of it. You got to care for everything in your life. You got to care for your family. You got to care for your spouse like that. You got to care for your kids like that. You got to care for your health like that. You got to care for your happiness like that. You got to care for your businesses like that. You have to take care of everything like that. So let's say you put your head down and you hustle and I'm sacrificing all the delay gratification. I'm not going to pull my head up and I'm not going to breathe until I have success. Well, you're going to wake up one day successful monetarily. Your bank accounts are going to be banging. But you're going to be broke in so many other aspects of your life. Everything is perspective. Why be broke in all the other aspects of your life that are so rich? Experiences are so rich. They're infinitely more powerful than the dollar. 
had a great day with my daughter on her birthday. I don't care how good a company convention would be to see the smile on her face and take her and enjoy with her. And as a family, I cannot feel it right now. I won't give that up no more. I'm not going to sacrifice that stuff for that. Now I will sacrifice time and I do. I'm in here. My kids are out there playing. I'm working, right? I understand the work. I understand working, but I also understand perspective. Employers or people that say, no, nah, you're not getting off for this. Well, it's their birthday. Like that's like holidays or whatever. I want to be there for their birthdays, right? Be there for the births of my kids. I'll tell them to go screw themselves. Nah, you, you're not going to rob me of my experience for a paycheck. That's why I believe in building your own. Huh, man, I'll go into some depths here, man. I'm telling you because I just don't like the current that's flowing in this because it's not real. A lot of these people who are traveling, I don't understand. Like if you're traveling 20 days, 25 days a month, building your your business or you're doing this. What about you got little kids at home? How are you, how are you nurturing and taking care of your kids like that? How are you taking care of your spouse like that? Oh, but you're, you got, I got to do it. We got to build this so that we can have financial freedom and we can take care of our kids. It never made sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me that someone could justify being gone almost every day in the name of their kids. Kids need their parents. Spouses need your, you need your husband or wife. I don't believe in that business model. And I'm talking a lot in business because I see it. Um, I don't believe in that business model. What I see over time is you see if people go on that trend, relationships erode, both with kids and with, with, uh, parent, with, uh, spouses. You see a lot of divorces. You see a lot of kids that are not balanced because they didn't have a, uh, a father or a mother in their life because they were so hard hustling. You're not, you're not teaching them the right things. The right things are to be balanced people, balance and perspective. And I'm going to drill this into my messages. There is a balance. You can still be a super uber successful person in this world with balance because hey, you take care of your health. You got the energy to work harder than ever anybody else. So you're cognizant of making sure your body's a machine so that you can, you can wring out every ounce out of it. B, you're more happy and more fulfilled because you do spend the time with your family. You're not sacrificing that. You're not sacrificing the experiences or any of that. And it makes you fulfilled. It actually lightens your heart up to where I think you work better. I think you, you're you're more productive when you work and you have more peace and prosperity coming out of you because you're enjoying your life more. You're more fulfilled, right? So when you're working on your businesses, all that's coming out. But if you're straight hustle mode, sacrificing everything for to be prosperous financially, if that's the message you're following, you need to wake up. And I can say that because that was that. I had this card I always kept with me. I've never revealed what I wrote on it. But I'll never lose it. It's deteriorated so much. And it was a card that I uh, laminated. 
I'll always have it. I'll have to scan it into something so I'll never lose it because it balances me now. I read that thing every day, all day. Every time I opened my wallet, there it was looking at me in the face. And it was monetary. I want to make this much money so that I can help people. Like, why do I have to make that much money to help people? I can help people without making a dime because I can just share my experience. And so when I look at that card, it reminds me of a shallowness that I was. And it and it it strengthens me who I currently am because my eyes have been opened. Because I have had those given those sacrifices way past the point of being reasonable with a lot of things. And it balances me. Because I look at it and I'm like, dang, <laughs> wow. We won't go back there. No, we won't. We'll go this way. But we will sacrifice. Right. There's some days I got to put my head down and I got to, I got to edit stuff and I got to do this, but I'll be there at the bookends. I'll wake up with my kids. I'll put my kids to bed, tell my kids I love them. They know I love them. Sometimes daddy's got to work. They know that, but they also know that I'm not going to miss stuff in their life. And if I do, I'm going to make it up and it's not going to be like, oh, one day, one day, one day. Nah. Because I look at that card and it grounds me. It sees who I was and who I am now because inside I know who I am. And it exposes a mindset that I believe is very weak. Yeah, that's right. I call myself weak. I was weak. How could you be weak? Oh, you, you were focusing on success and you were creating success. You freed yourself and you've been free for almost two and a half years. Still weak. Very shallow goals on that card. When your goal is a monetary value. Wow. That's not a goal. Nah, not a real goal. But sacrifice is necessary. There's no way I could have got to where I am without sacrifice. I sacrificed a lot. And I'll tell you that I believe there's a better way. I believe there's a, a more conducive way to actually creating success by sacrificing and delaying your gratification. For example, working out like a lot of people need to work out. We're checking out at the grocery store yesterday and we buy healthy food. We do. And I'm looking around and I'm like, you want to see what's wrong with America and the mentality and this tribalism. And, and there's a lot of people that seem like they're getting more crazy. Just go look at what they're buying. Refined carbs, refined sugar. They're buying just straight sugar. There's no way you're mentally healthy and that's what you're putting in your body. Right. And I just, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, you want to sacrifice, sacrifice eating some good food for a while, sacrifice money that you spend on bull crap all the time on TV and, and entertainment and going out to eat, start cooking some food, right? Quit wasting money on lotteries and cigarettes and alcohol, drop all that crap, sacrifice a little, do a little delay gratification in a month or two, you'll wake up, you'll feel better. Your brain will work better. You'll have more energy more natural energy. You won't be on this glucose insulin roller coaster of always just eating sugar, 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 sugar. The refined carbs do the same thing. They release so much glucose in your body. It's just, just a roller coaster. You're tired. You got to drink more coffee because you're tired. You got to drink more uh, caffeine in the afternoon because you're tired. You're just tired. You're tired because you just eat garbage. You never satisfy. That's why you can pound through a bag of Doritos at one sitting. Go try to pound through like three steaks in a row. It's hard, right? When you eat good whole food, 
clean food. It's hard to overgorge yourself on it, but when you eat a bunch of crap, your body's like, I can keep eating this crap because it's not giving you any nutrients to satisfy or insatiate you. Put a little delayed gratification in your health, right? It's going to be hard. You're going to have to sacrifice, right? Most people are too weak to do that, but they don't realize that if they do that, it starts this spiral domino effect of changing their life altogether. And then you can start focusing on the other aspects, start building something on the side, following in, uh, your, your passions, right? You start exercising, you start releasing all these endorphins and these, these, uh, chemicals in your brain that starts to like change you metabolically. It changes you mentally. It, it, it's a process that takes time. It's that sacrifice. That right there would help our country so much. Give people more clear thoughts, right? We've got too many people putting too many substances in their bodies too much. And they're putting too much junk food in their body. They can't think right. They don't have the drive, the drive or the motivation anymore. And then you're just teaching all these habits to your kids. So it's a cycle effect of just straight eating horrible and straight living horrible. And every once in a while, you get these kids that pop up in their eye and doing that. And they learn through watching and they're like, nah, that won't be me. And they educate themselves and they change their life and they spread that to their kids. Um, but it's a, it's a sacrifice. You want more out of life? You got to be willing to sacrifice something, but there's a line. There's a balance there. Figure out what that balance is for you. I have, I'm clear on that. And, uh, and I think you can start enjoying your life better. You can start changing your family's fortunes. And I'm talking like beyond money here. You have such a rich life to live back on. It doesn't matter if you're younger, you're old, right? Let's say you're older. Ah, it's too late. It's never too late. Proper health and diet and nutrition make you feel better. Get you off all your medications, Right? None of those medications that you take are tested against the other ones in controlled settings and trial controlled trials. So you don't know how they're messing with you, but you don't feel good, but you still eat crap. I had one guy that I met, he's on all these medications and we were at his house and I looked through his fridge and it was just straight up. Everything was processed. Everything there was, it was all like this yellow, red, gray color, right? That's the way all the food that process looks and, uh, not one alive piece of food, right? No, no good, healthy meat, no good, healthy vegetables. And I asked him, I said, bro, I said, dude, you're a type two diabetic. All you have in here is sugars and refined carbs. He's like, yeah, yeah. I said, you need some vegetables, man. You need to eat some greens, some whole food. Oh, no, 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 I can't. The doctor told me that I couldn't eat any vegetables. And I just looked at him without like thinking or anything. I wasn't trying to be rude. I didn't know him that well. I just was over there with a friend and we were talking about it all. And I just immediately said, well, if that's your doctor's advice, go find another doctor. If a doctor tells you you can't eat whole food, go find somebody else. That stuff is not healthy for you. It's not. Do your research. Do your own listening. But people don't want to hear that, right? So people don't want to sacrifice that that mouth pleasure. People don't want to sacrifice their their television shows because of the entertainment because they're bored. 
their life sucks. Well, their life sucks is because they're not sacrificing it. They're not focusing on their health and they're not pursuing what they are. So they're not living to their potential and it makes them sad so that they watch TV to make them happy or at least to give them some entertainment. There's all these sacrifice balances there. So that's what I'm talking about. Anyways, I can go on forever. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I appreciate you listening. If you got value in this, let me know. Leave me a comment. Um, I'd love to hear from you. You can connect with me on any social media, either Dennis Taylor or Dennis Ray Taylor. Uh, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Um, if you haven't heard my other podcasts, go back and listen to them. I'm excited. This is our fifth one. Continue this. Keep this going. This is fun for me. I enjoy this. I can be me behind this mic and just kind of share what I believe in this world. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, blessed day and we'll see you on the next one.